I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Hi, and welcome to... What What am I doing, Gen X? This is oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, a podcast that reexamines the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy, and I was born in 1997. You were born in 1997. Yeah, I'm going to give myself 20 years. <laughs> wow. Okay. And I'm her sister, her incredibly older sister, Jenny, born in 1974. <laughs> I'm only 22. Great. Cool. Okay. Today, we're going to continue our look at Little House on the Prairie, and we are covering season two, episode seven, The Camp Out, which came to us as a request. The description reads, when Miss Beadle assigns a leaf-gathering project to her students, I almost said life-gathering. <laughs> Sorry. Mary and Laura are excited to find unique leaves on an upcoming camping trip with the family. Harriet convinces her husband to let the family go with the Ingalls. Although the two families have a difficult time adjusting to this extended period of time together, they gradually come to have a deeper respect for each other. Did they? Not really. <laughs> but anyway. I loved this episode. I hmm. thought it was great. Okay. End of episode. <laughs> I thought this was great. And <laughs> okay. easy. We, we open on the schoolhouse. Miss Beatles dismissing the children for their vacation. She tells them when they get back, they have their very important leaf collecting assignment due. And then I wrote, this is something my kids did in, oh, I don't know, kindergarten or first grade. But as we all know, Miss Beatles class, there's like 35 year olds. <laughs> so are they doing the leaf collecting project as well? Well, and, and then she's like, it's a hot front. First of all, finally a fucking holiday for these people. Like <laughs> I know. they haven't had any days off or holidays, at least that we've watched. But so finally a holiday. And then she says she's given them no homework. But if the leaf collection is due the day they get back, isn't that... That's homework. Yeah. And like everything else, we have to turn it into a competition. So she says the winner <laughs> will have their leaf collection pressed into a book and kept for all time. I don't know. But Mary asks immediately, are we being graded? <laughs> of she's, so, she's so tense, man. She's so high strung. And yes, of course you are, Mary. So Laura and Mary in class announced that they're going camping with Pa. And Willie and Nellie are like freaking out because they're going to have an unfair advantage because they're leaving Walnut Grove to pick different leaves. Jen? 
they're probably going like two miles away. Like it takes them five days to go to Mankato. So I'm sure they're like in the same geographical area that will get similar species of of trees. This was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, let's speaking of ridiculous, let's just get this out of the way right now. Why are these people going camping? Oh, well, yeah, I thought I figured we'd dig into that a little bit later. But yeah, like they, well, live, I mean, they live in the outdoors. What I mean, people liked the outdoors then though. I guess. Cut to the Olsons having dinner. Mrs. Olson says, upon learning that they're going on this camping trip, isn't that just like the Ingalls giving their children an unfair advantage? What? What? As she eats off <laughs> as she eats a giant ham off of fine china. <laughs> what? Nels tells the family that Charles has been planning the fishing trip for weeks. Harriet tells Nels she wants him to find out where Charles is taking the girls, and then she wants Nels to take Willie and Nellie out to the same exact place. She says her children deserve an equal opportunity. I just can't believe this leaf assignment is like derailing the whole town. <laughs> Nels says he can't do that because you don't intrude on another man's holiday. And then we have this like Nels looking back and forth at Nellie and Harriet and Nellie and Harriet. And then suddenly he's like, you know what? Yeah, I think I can do this. I'm going to well, get out realizes, of here for a while. He realizes that he, that she wouldn't be coming. <laughs> um. So then suddenly he agrees and he says, I'll get in the wagon. I'll go out, talk to Charles, find out where they're going. All right. Now, Jen. He's going he's, he's to casually <laughs> swing by the Ingalls farm, which is way out of town. And mm -hmm. just be like, oh, I was, walking, I was in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. There's two things I want to address in this next scene before we get into it. Number one, Charles is using an old time tool. And uh, mm -hmm. Jenny likes to brag about her use of tools. So oh. I had to call in my consultant, Timmy, to tell me what he thinks this tool is. Jenny, would you like to try? It is a drill press. It is a drill press. Yes. I used Very to, good, Jenny. not only did I use a ton of tools in college, because as everyone knows, I've mentioned before, I was an art major and I could build things like not efficiently, but I could build some things. But I sold tools for several years at Sears Hardware. Stay tuned for our next YouTube series, Jenny Building Fails. <laughs> um, where I'll that could definitely be a thing. I'll yeah. challenge her to build something and Timmy will stand there and ridicule her and then she'll fail and cry. That would actually be, I wouldn't cry. Uh, I'll and, try to find a way to blame it on you. And did you sell tools at Sears in 1870? No, but it's the same principle, except it's manual, right? Like the ones now are are obviously powered but it's the same idea it's a drill bit going down into a piece of wood that you press okay and then i'm just gonna get out of the way that charles was laughing in the scene we all know how i feel oh, about that okay God. so we see charles at the house it's nighttime and he's operating the old time drill press they talk <laughs> oh nels arrives and they talk a little bit about the fishing trip and nels is like feeling him out asking where he'll be fishing, using the guise of, I got these new poles and maybe I'll try them out. I'll bring you one if you tell me where you're going. And the funny thing is, is like Charles is, first of all, he's sitting there operating the drill press. Doesn't he have his like leg up on the thing? Like that's not the proper stance yeah, when operating does. a drill press. <laughs> and then he's not surprised at all that Nels is just dropping by no. like in what seems like the middle of the night. <laughs> No. Because it's summertime, so it had to be pretty late if it's completely dark. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Charles, uh, to Nell's 
surprise, invites him along and then says, yeah, bring Willie and Nellie too, as long as they don't mind roughing it. Uh, haven't they all been roughing it? <laughs> well, Nellie and Willie haven't been. Not, not really. But the Ingles rough it. Nels is about to leave when he cracks like that uh, egg containing children <laughs> that Mary uh. talks about so much. And tells Charles everything about how Harriet sent him out there and how she's worried about his children having an unfair advantage. Charles starts giggling and says, well, you know, it's not every night that somebody comes out in the middle of the night to ask me how the moon is or something like that. And I was like, I would. Over here. me." All right. So Charles starts to laugh. And tells Nels he's happy to have him come along anyway and be here at six o'clock in the morning Oof. to leave yeah. on Saturday. I already they, hate camping. They repeat the six o'clock business a lot. I thought something was going to come of that, but it never did. Yeah, I think they're just stressing like they're getting an early start on their but, camping trip. I guess. Okay, later that night, Charles and Caroline are tucking the girls in, <laughs> and Charles tells them they look like sour apples. <laughs> Laura well, because says, they're pissed, and I don't blame them. They're pissed. Why? It's not every day your dad invites your mortal enemy up to this, I mean, this vacation. Is like, this is like everyone has that friend who they're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'll be. I'll meet you guys at the bar at six. Cool. Yeah, I'll be there." And then here they come with the annoying boyfriend that they didn't God. tell you was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. that feeling. Mm-hmm, You're mm-hmm. like, we were gonna have fun. <laughs> we were. <laughs> yep. Uh, the girls say that they were really looking forward to the camp out, but now Nellie and Willie are going to ruin it. And Caroline says, now, Laura, fellowship and neighborliness are not just for Sundays. Whew. Okay. Wow. Well, can I say it's good to see Mary and Laura united in something? It is. Mm-hmm. The girls talk about how Nellie isn't nice to anyone, even Willie. And Laura says... Definitely doesn't get her sense of humor from her father. (laughs) Laura says, I don't know how anybody could be nice to Willie. He would even argue with the tree stump. And they laugh. That is not even funny. They laugh like it's the funniest joke ever. Charles, dimples, giggling. Mary's laughing. Laura can't stop laughing. I mean, okay. Is this like when you do that, like, (laughs) laugh? That one. That That one. Yep. Pa tells them not to worry. It's only for two short days. And then they say goodnight and the girls roll over. And I'm thinking, what, Mary, no test to study for? You want to light that lantern? I know Mary has a night off. How about that shit? (laughs) She's taking a real vacation. She really is. (laughs) The next day, Caroline is at Olsen's Mercantile and Nels is waiting on her. There's a throwaway scene with Carrie that I'm ignoring. (laughs) Caroline is throwing... Oh, Caroline is checking out and Nels gives her a break on price because he says, you'll be cooking most of that for Nellie and Willie and me anyway. Mrs. Olson overhears this and seems really surprised that Caroline's going along. And Caroline reveals she's going along to cook because Charles hates to cook. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Oh, but then she does add on that. I do actually like camping. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Mm-hmm. But although she is good at it, we'll talk about that. She is good at it. Again, I wrote, again, don't they live in the goddamn wilderness? I mean, Caroline says she... is basically a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline says it's good to get out in the wilderness. Don't they live in the wilderness? They have guess... shelter. That's it. That's they it. Have That's shelter. all they have. Yep. Okay. 
She Okay, so then Harriet remembers her papa used to take them out as children. Now, we all know the difficulty I have rewinding the Roku. <laughs> oh, God. I could not get this scene. But she says something about a Santa bar and loading it into a wagon with a bunch of wicker baskets. Jenny, did you get this? It sounds like they were at a beach. Like that sounded, sounded like where they were, me, right? Yeah, it yeah. sounded like they were like at a beach where like there was, or like a river where people were boating. Like it sounded ritzy. Yes. Okay. So things get tense. Nels starts to realize that Harriet may want to join them. So he starts <laughs> talking about the snakes and the bugs, and I'm thinking at this point, I'm out. You're right, oh, yeah. Nels. Snakes yeah. and bugs. I'm out. Caroline tells Harriet not to worry about the children, that she'll take care of them as if they were her own. Oh, boy. Later that night, Nels and Harriet are getting ready for bed, and she tells him she's decided to go along on the cookout. He's mortified. He looked like he was going to vomit. He really did. He really did. But I have an important question. Okay. What is the purpose of that hat that he was wearing? I have no idea. Is it to keep you? It must just be to keep you warm. I mean, he doesn't have hair. The next day, the Olsen show up at the Ingalls house and everybody's dressed like they're going to church. Can these women not wear pants? They can't wear pants. It's ridiculous. It's re- Yeah, I agree. Okay, now comes the greatest scene I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this scene is so great. I'm talking to you, our 10 listeners. I recorded this scene on my phone. And I'm going to put it on Instagram when we air this episode because you need to see it. Well, that's high tech, eh? It's so... Shut up, Jay. I don't want to get involved in copyright laws. (laughs) You realize that just has to do with the content and not the actual meaning. Right, but if you keep it under a certain amount, Mm -hmm. I think it's better. It's Amy science. It's Amy science. Fine. This is Amy law. It's Amy law. (laughs) Okay. All right. So Nels is trying to get Charles' attention and can't. And then all of a sudden, Harriet (laughs) says she's going to carry the tea set in the bag with her. And Charles freezes. (laughs) And Nels says, oh, yeah, Harriet's decided to come with us. Charles is like, Caroline, I need to see you in the barn. (laughs) They go in the barn, they shut the door, and Charles freaks out jenny how funny was it he's like a man baby like he just throws a three-year-old tantrum he's pointing and he's like (laughs) i'm not going fishing with that woman i'm not going camping with that woman oh my god it's really hilarious because like he stood up against packs of wolves and he's like i can't spend two days with harry dolson well and then he's like there's not going to be a camping trip. Tell them I broke my leg. I don't know. Tell them anything. <laughs> He's basically like, break my leg. Here. Here. Here's a hammer. Break my leg. It was so great. It's but, hilarious. Just the drama, though, and the music of Charles and Caroline's faces when they realize she's coming. <laughs> it's like Caroline Caroline leads the guilt on them because they just told these kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. Charles has to eat the words now. Right, right, right. Yeah. Charles is like, I'm not going. I'm not going. She's like, we already told the kids. What are you going to tell Laura and Mary? Huh? Huh? Notice they don't even mention Carrie. It's like she doesn't exist. (laughs) I'm taking Laura Laura and Mary. I'm not taking Carrie, even though she goes. 
Well, what are you going to tell Laura and Mary about, we just told you last night when you were throwing your tantrum that yep. you, you can get along with anyone for two days and now Charles <laughs> has to swallow those words hard. So the next scene, so Caroline obviously wins this battle because the <laughs> next scene, everybody's <laughs> trudging through the woods, including Charles. I kind of like how they did that. Like they didn't go through the whole, like what went down. It was just like Carolyn won. Here they are. <laughs> yep. Yep. They're all trudging through the woods and Charles is balancing Carrie on his shoulder. Do you see this? He's like 40 meters ahead of everyone. But he's balancing that kid on his yeah, shoulder and I'm weirded out by that. What if you fall? You could easily fall. Okay. She's going to take a tumble from way up there. Although Michael Landon was pretty short, right? He was five nine. Yeah. So sorry, Dad. That was pretty short. Um so all right. So Charles is like pulling a horse and carrying ten bags and has uh car- carry on his shoulder and Caroline's behind him and like she's trudging up and everything's great. And then you see Harriet who's bringing she has like a rug bag, a carpet bag, and then she has a big tea tea set in the sack on her back. And they're lagging way behind. And Nels is carrying 85 things. Jenny? Of course. We can all relate to the pack mule. We've seen this many times in our lives. That one person in your life that you just load all the shit on and you know they can carry it. I was lucky because my ex-husband, yes, everyone, I was not a spinster. I'm not a spinster. Mm, Good. Good to know. There's still time. Everyone probably thought I was a spinster after some of those episodes. Mm -hmm. Um. He was the pack mule. I mean, you he could carry, he was very tall and big. He could carry like a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. hmm I feel like Timmy has a little bit of pack mule. He's got a little pack mule. You know? yep. mm-hmm. Dad too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Dad, dad Dad is like an aunt. He can carry like a hundred <laughs> times his weight. <laughs> he really can. My father, we counted up, moved you and I, what, twenty times oh my God. in three years? I don't, I don't even know. And ridiculous. did it mostly himself. So there you go. <laughs> all right so they're they come to a stream and harriet falls backwards and smashes the tea set which was in her backpack nels is carrying 85 things harriet's now carrying just the broken tea sack or tea set in her back and charles and caroline like i wrote they are definitely in better shape they actually have smiles on their faces and they're like not even breaking a sweat yep this is me when I go hiking with Timmy and my children, <laughs> the scene where, okay, so then they get to the top of this mountain and Charles and Caroline, Caroline's like, Charles, we better take a break. Like they look like they're going to die back there. And they tell the Olsen, so like, we're taking a break because they have to yell because they're so far behind. We're taking a break now. Harriet has sweat stains all over her and just flops down and is like, oh, thank God she's fanning herself. And I'm like, this is me. Like I felt seen. When this happened, I was like, this is me. When Timmy and the girls and I go hiking, it is just like this. It's I feel like I'd be behind. I'd be somewhere in between. Like, I wouldn't be all, like, falling out exhausted, but I would be cranky for sure. Oh, I get hangry. I don't like <laughs> I'm swatting bugs away. I have the fake smile on my face. Like, this is great. Family memories we're making. But secretly, like, I'm personally fanning. I have a question though. Charles has a freaking horse. Why didn't he just put Harriet on the horse? The horse was carrying a bunch of stuff. Was it? Yeah, it had like sacks on it. I think it was carrying like their tents and shit. I feel like you could throw a person on it too. 
I don't know. Of course. I don't know. Okay. So as they're resting, the girls and Willie and Nellie decide to go out looking for leaves. So they split up and Willie's going to follow Mary and Nellie's going to follow Laura. Nellie's like, Willie, you better go follow her and get twice the leaves that she gets. These guys are like hunting Pokemon. Like this is. Oh, they I mean, are. Yeah. Totally. This is early Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. So Mary sees what she thinks is, I, I guessed, poison ivy on the ground. And I have a statement here. Uh-oh. Mary, who couldn't even see birds in the last episode when she got her glasses, now can identify leaves and she's not wearing her glasses. This is true. Mm-hmm. She's hmm. squinting a little bit, but she can identify that this is poison ivy. Before she can say anything, Willie runs past her, dives into the leaves. And starts grabbing them. And she's telling him not to. This is important, people. She's telling him not to. But he ignores her. Oh, you just don't want me to have these nice leaves. Blah, blah, well, blah. Well, to be, to be in Willie's defense. I can't believe I'm defending Willie. Wow. In Willie's defense. She didn't tell him why. She That's just said true. no. That's true. <laughs> I will tell you, too, before we even started this, I said to Jenny, I have a feeling you're going to defend Nellie a lot of times. I, I you haven't uh, yet. I don't know. She's tough, man. Yeah, you haven't defended her yet. She's very one-dimensional. Yeah. Okay, so Laura comes up. So Willie grabs the poison ivy and takes off. And Laura comes in and Mary tells him, like, oh, my God, Willie just grabbed poison ivy. What are we going to do? And Laura's like, "Eh, let's let's see how this plays out. See how it plays out. Yeah. Okay. And I would like to say there is a mountain in this scene that looks way taller than the mountain Laura went to. I know. Yes. I know. In the Lord is my shepherd when she went to the mountaintop. And I thought that was the highest peak in Minnesota. Yeah. So, hmm. yep. Is that Jonathan's other mountain? <laughs> Maybe. There's more footage of them walking around the woods looking for a campsite. And they come to a raging river. Everyone runs to the edge of the river and starts splashing water on their faces and on their heads. But Jack just stands there paralyzed with PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice this? I didn't notice Jack. I don't think I can see him anymore. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think he's just blocked. My vision is just blocking him from my brain. Jack just freezes in the stream. He's like, oh my God, it's time for me to die again. (laughs) Charles announces this is where they'll set up camp. And Caroline tells Charles to go fishing and she'll set up camp because she does everything. Harriet tells Nels the same thing. And he looks like he's going to drop dead. Like, are you sure? You like, want to set hell? up camp? What hell am I going to pay for this later? And they're mm-hmm. doing that weird mimicking thing where the Olsons are just mimicking everything the Ingalls are doing. Nels and Charles go fishing and Nels starts apologizing for inviting themselves on this trip. Charles says he's glad to have them. He's even grateful that Mrs. Olson came along. And Nels says, I think it's good for Harriet because she's always so worried about the children. She wants the children to have everything she never had as a child. And Charles says, well, that's a good thing. And Nels says, no, it isn't. She had everything as a child. <laughs> Go Nels. Yeah. Back at the campsite, Harriet is setting up a tent. And that's me. It's just me. Okay. Setting up this tent. Like, yeah, I can do it. This is easy. And then the whole tent collapses. I have some thoughts on tents. First of all, I thought she did a pretty good job. I did too. Setting up like a piece of canvas and a stick. And I a did rope. too. I, like, I thought that was pretty good. Even though, but, let me just tell the listeners, the tent collapsed. Caroline tried to help her, but it collapsed. Go ahead. 
But I mean, just the fact that she even got it in the shape of a tent, I was like impressed with. It brings me back to mom, dad, and Uncle Joe setting up the dining canopy. That's where I first heard the F word. It wasn't the phyllo dough? Was it the second time? There was a curse word that was new with the dining canopy. (laughs) Yeah, because that (laughs) that was not going well. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) The men return with a bunch of fish, and Nels is super impressed with Harriet's campsite that she set up, but we know Caroline set it up. But she lets Harriet take the credit. Then Caroline offers to cook the fish. Did you see Mrs. Olson with the fish? That would be me. I mean, me too. She couldn't even even touch them. They were gross. So Caroline's like, I'll cook up the fish. Mrs. Olson's like, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. It's fine. So she burns it and whatever. (laughs) To a crisp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Later that night in the tent, Mary and Laura are showing Caroline their leaves and Nellie and Willie are also showing Harriet their leaves in their tent. Willie takes out the poison ivy and starts handling it. Laura and Mary see this from their tent and they're going back and forth about whether they should say something. Then Willie hands it to Mrs. Olson and she's rubbing it against her face saying how soft the leaves feel. And they're like, "Mm, I think we just better go to bed. And so they go to bed and <laughs> and uh, kind of let let things play out how they may. All so right. I have an index oh. card. Oh, I have we're, an index. We're card. like halfway through. I thought you were going to forget. Did you? I'm never going to forget. Did you come up with any kind of intro music for my index card yet? <laughs> so my index card is how does poison ivy work? Can you answer that question? And then we can skip the index card. Yes, I can. I think that people touch it and they get itchy. Okay. But do you know the science behind that? <laughs> no. Okay. So do I, I look con- like I know the science? Oh, should I continue you know with the index card then? Just go with the index card. Jesus Christ. So poison ivy actually causes an immune response in humans. The oil in the poison ivy binds to the proteins in your skin cells and interferes with its ability to communicate with other skin cells. And your, your body starts to react. And that's what causes the rash. It's not actually burning your skin or anything like that. It's not an allergic reaction. You actually have an immune system. Attack. It's kind of like, I think it's eczema that's like that too. Hmm. There's another. So 10 to 15% of people are immune and will never get a rash when exposed. Contact does not give immunity. So the more you actually contact poison ivy, like if you've gotten it like 10 times in your youth, the more likely you are to get it again. It's not like a virus. Mm. Um, I am actually immune to it. I've, I've been exposed to it several times. People around me that were exposed to it You're got it. You're to I weird didn't. shit. I know. It's weird. But She's I have immune a, I have, to chicken pox too, everybody. So I have a funny, um, I have a funny other antidote here, Aim. Poison oh, do, you have, do you have the funny antidote written on an index card? Wait, it's not an antidote. It's just a funny <laughs> fact. <laughs> Poison ivy fruits called droops are an important food for birds. Oh, good. I hope they eat them and get itchy intestines. And no, they don't get fly it. into windows. They don't get poison ivy reaction. They don't mm-hmm. have it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so further uh, evidence that poison ivy should be wiped from the face of the earth. Okay, the next morning, Harriet and Willie are covered in a homeopathic remedy for poison ivy that Caroline has whipped up, and she's rubbing it on them. Harriet Can we one- say that Caroline... Is like, again, going super hipster. She's like doing these homeopathic things. She's got like artisanal bread, but I guess that was just the past. 
Right? <laughs> is it hip, Jenny's new is segment? It is it or hipster the or the past? <laughs> is it hipster or 130 years ago? <laughs> but All honestly, right. like poison ivy, it's perfect. It's like it's delightfully horrible, but like not life threatening. Yeah, for you, for the people watching, mm-hmm. like what's happening to them. Yeah. Harriet wonders out loud why she and Willie are the only ones to have con- contracted poison ivy. And I'm like, can't she use process of elimination <laughs> no. to figure this out? I know. Like, clearly Caroline knows it's poison ivy. And you're They're rubbing all- a leaf and you're the only ones rubbing this leaf on you. A special leaf that Laura and Mary don't yeah. have. And, like, all the Ingles are kind of, like, smiling under their breath. Mm -hmm, (laughs) They all look like they're going to burst out laughing. It's kind of hilarious. Nels offers to stay and look after her, her, but she tells him to go and enjoy his fishing. And I wrote she's being super passive-aggressive. Well, and I wrote that Nels and Charles run out of that camp. (laughs) Yes, they do. Literally. Okay, later, Nellie, Laura, and Mary go back out picking leaves. And Laura and Nellie are teamed up together. And end up falling into a river. Nellie's leaning over first, falls in, and then Laura tries to save her and falls in. And who's barking like a maniac? Jenny. Okay, he's barking like a maniac, and then he kind of just gets bored, I guess, and walks away. Like, oh, that's it. He shows up later. Hold on. Nellie, this river scene is so dramatic. <laughs> they're they're hanging on to, like, a bushel of tree branches, And Nellie's screaming that she can't swim. And I wrote, this took a turn. (laughs) Back at the campsite, Charles is talking to Mary. And Jack is just sitting there in the background. Like, he knows the secret and he's just sitting there. Jack, go over and bark at the river. Like, like Mary said she encountered him on the road. Like, why didn't he be like, bark, 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 bark. Like, something's wrong. Like, follow me. Like, they get that. They they know animals. They're like, oh, something's going on. Like, what's, what's wrong? He is no fucking lassie. No, not at all. So everyone starts looking for Laura and Nellie, and Charles, once again, has to go out looking for his daughter. Charles should just be like, he should join the FBI missing persons unit. I have a question about the filming here. I don't know. Do you think that there were stunt doubles going down the river? Because it looked like wigs. I don't know, but somebody got super creative and put a camera, like, in the river... And there was, like, some water splashing against the lens. It was weird. Like, the close-ups were obviously them. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, when you saw it from a distance, moving down the river, it looked like the people had, like, they were moving. So it was definitely people. But it looked like they had wigs on. I don't know. Maybe. That's what it looked like to me. We cut to Laura and Nellie. They're floating down the river. The river is raging. However, I will say there were several areas where you could see it was so shallow. All they it had was to like do was four stand inches up. deep. Like their body yeah. had to be dragging along the river floor. They just had to stand up. That happened a couple times. Yes. Yeah. The okay. So then suddenly we realized there's a waterfall up ahead, and I have a note here. Jenny and I had a conversation the other day about how quicksand <laughs> was a real threat to Gen Xers. How oh yeah, it appeared in several different shows, movies. It was in Pitfall, the video game. We all thought that was an essential life skill, right, Jen? To know how to I escape mean, quicksand. First of all, Pitfall was an eight-bit video game. I didn't really take the fear from there, but like Land of the Lost, mm-hmm. it was Raiders in Gilligan's of the Lost Island. Arc. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I fully expected I would have an encounter with quicksand at some time in my life as an adult. Never did. Nope. But 
I will say, akin to that fear, I also have always expected to go over a waterfall. <laughs> wow, really? Every time you see somebody swept away by a river, there's always a waterfall. Well, that's how rivers up. work. Mm-hmm. That's how they go mm-hmm. downhill. Yeah. So when mm-hmm. I saw the waterfall coming up, I was like, oh my God, like the same feeling I get from the quicksand. Okay. Like, how, do I know how to escape a waterfall? What do, do I you? do? So Nellie screaming is also hilarious. Oh, like, it's hilarious. Like, it's so dramatic. It's And oh Laura's God, so screaming funny. at her to kick. Okay, and another thing. They're going fast. They are miles from home. <laughs> miles. Yeah. Because think about all the things that are happening in the meantime back at the camp. And these guys yeah. are really, like, that river is flowing. Okay. Carolyn has baked bread and made peanut butter. <laughs> Built a cabin. Switch to Caroline, standing at the riverbank, looking at the river. Harriet comes up behind her and says she's worried. It's been hours. So, again, there's no way Laura and Nellie are just going to walk back to the campsite after this. Right. Caroline tells t- Caroline tells her Charles will find them because, of course, he will. Of course. Of course, Charles will fix this. Harriet admits to Caroline that it was her idea to come along on the camping trip, and t- she tells her why, and Caroline says she already knows it's fine. Mrs. Olson says she has, hasn't been a good friend. She's not a good person, and this is all her fault. And she says, if I hadn't been so persnickety and mean, the girls might be here. Then she says something like, if they make it back. And I'm like, whoa. Wow. No, they're missing like an hour here. So then, I, um, go ahead. I feel like... um like, she used the word friend. Like, are they friends? They're well, then she admits. Then she says, like, next time you come into my store, I'll be nice to you. And she admits that she really likes Caroline. Yeah. And like this is where. Tell all. Like, episode. I'm going to drop a bomb. Oh, great. I have a theory that I've been kind of, it's a hypothesis that I've been testing out a little bit. But I think oh, it's I have come a, to bear. I have, a theory. I have a wild theory, too. This is great. Let's hear yours. Mine is that every woman in that town or man wants to bang Pa. Oh, my God. This is a, seriously. <laughs> that is just a different way to say Charles is hot. You were told about this. <laughs> no, listen. I think they're all jealous of Caroline. I think she has the hottest husband. Clearly, look at the other people in the town. First of all, I think Char- or Carolyn's just as good looking as Charles. Absolutely. And maybe everyone wants to bang her too. I don't know, but everyone wants to bang Charles. All right. That yeah. was revolutionary. I'm so shocked. Okay. What's your hypothesis? Mine's more complicated. It has to do with what Nels says or what Charles says to Nels about don't go chasing shadows. Oh, yeah. Did you pick that up? I did. Mm-hmm. So... I was like, well, he wouldn't be chasing shadows. Maybe he should have said, don't go chasing waterfalls. I was and thinking maybe, that too. Like, where's maybe Left this Eye is Lopez? where maybe this is where Left Eye got the idea because she's like a little bit older than me. She mm-hmm. might, and she's from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So she might have been watching this. There you go. Could have happened. I, maybe this inspired the song, <laughs> Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. I think my theory is more plausible. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Switch to the girls, and they finally have found a way to get out. Laura just stands up 
It just stands up stands because, up. yeah, ear and four inches of water. There's this huge waterfall ahead of them. And again, I'm getting tense because it's a second waterfall. They already went down one little one. That second one was, that was a big one. It was huge. Like they would yeah. not have survived this. No. So Laura just stands up and pulls Nellie up to her feet. Nellie is standing and then goes, Wah! and throws herself back into the creek <laughs> on the ground again. Laura just let her die. So like, Laura I mean, pulls, you can only do so much. Laura pulls her to shore and Nellie immediately starts blaming Laura for this. <laughs> you did this to me. And they have a fight and Laura tells her, look, I could swim. I could have left you. Right. Then Nellie starts crying that she's cold. And Laura tells her, you'll warm up on the wa- way back to camp. Yeah, you have a long walk. You better start walking. Yeah, they're like 25 miles away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Later, Charles returns to camp with the girls like, I got them, I got them. And he has got to be exhausted, right? <laughs> this We've only watched, what, seven or eight episodes, and he had to go out and find his children in at least three of them. I know. It's just always rounding these Jesus. kids up. Everybody get a cell phone or something. Get some tracking. It will be on her years before that happens. But the best part comes when Nellie immediately starts blaming Laura and Unreal. says that Laura even held her head underwater and tried to drown her. Unreal. Tried to drown like, her. Mm-hmm. If I were, well, Laura was probably exhausted, but if I were Laura, I would try to bolt over and punch her. Mm-hmm. Harriet is appalled and says, well, if that isn't exactly like an Ingalls child. Yeah, they're clearly horrible people. Like, that's so clear. Uh (laughs) Nellie says, Nellie starts crying and says she lost her leaf bag. And Harriet's like, well, your brother will share his with you. Even the nice ones, mom. The poison ivy. And Harriet's like, yep, you're going to get to touch and hold the nice ones. And Laura and Mary look at each other and they laugh. You're right. It is nice to see them united. They're ganging up on Nellie and Willie. Mm-hmm. The next day at school, Miss Beetle has, quote, made her decision. Again, no assessment happening here. She announces that the winner of the least leaf contest or assignment or whatever is Nellie and Willie. Like, what? 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 Nellie and Willie go up to collect their prize. And when they turn around, they have the calamine lotion or whatever it is all over them. And then Miss Beetle starts itching. And I wrote, so the judge of the leaf competition doesn't even know how to recognize poison ivy. A, B, how did she not figure that out? They just turned in a leaf project and they have poison ivy. You dumbass. (laughs) She deserves poison ivy. She She deserves it. Miss Beetle deserves poison ivy. I'm sorry. Deserves it. All right. And that's the end of the episode. Laura and Mary are like giggling as they're watching Miss Beetle itch her poison ivy. I thought this episode was hilarious. Um, it was high action. I thought it was. I thought it was. It was good. I liked all the action, and it was just. I mean, it was so dramatic. It was you know. so dramatic. Again, all they had to do was stand up in the yep. in the water. Just stand up. Mm-hmm. Just stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about like the leaf competition as the framework for all of this, and I'm like, my writer brain was like, how could they have orchestrated this in a different way? That the Ingalls and the Olsons would be together on a camping trip. And I really couldn't think of anything. I know. It's actually like an amazingly advanced device that they use to I get was, them in the same place. Yeah. I was like, I guess I'm going to buy into this bullshit because I don't okay. know what else to say. Leaf exercise. Okay. So at the end of every episode, Jenny and I will look back on the episode and think about maybe a theme or a scene or something that we took from it and carried with us. 
either through our childhood or maybe we're just seeing now and we want to talk about, and we're going to call it our why. So Jenny, what is your why for this episode? So this is why um, I hate camping and any other activity that involves sleeping, peeing, or bathing without walls and plumbing. (laughs) To be fair, I didn't need this episode to tell me that at the time because we were camping and you remember what camping was like for me. I would be laying on a chair the whole camping with an ice pack on my face because my allergies were so bad because I had terrible seasonal allergies as a kid. (laughs) And I would, it would just, I couldn't breathe. I had ice packs on my face. My eyes were itching on my head. That was my summer, basically. And funny story, I got my allergies checked like later on as an adult when they did that scratch test on your back. Mm -hmm. And my doctor was like, oh, my God. Like, there was something I was super <laughs> allergic to. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't really want to hear my doctor say that, but what, what's going on? He's like, you are super allergic to white birch trees. Aim, what was the name of the campground that we used to camp at when we were kids? There were two. One was called Pinecrest, and the other was called White Birch. And why was it called White Birch, Aim? Because it had all white birch trees. I was surrounded by white birch mm-hmm, trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Do you that remember, was my main camping. Let's hit experience. some let's hit some highlights with our camping here. Do you remember it used to rain every single time? All the time, every time. And we slept in our K car. Yep. Do you remember I puked in the tent? Yes, I do remember mm-hmm. that. Little, yeah, that little, was great. Little dome tent for four of us. I'm like, I have to puke. I have to puke. Dad's like, uh, roll over and shut the fuck up. And I'm like, no, I have to puke. I have to puke vomited projectile vomiting all over the tent i think that's when we had the orange cabin tent but okay was it yeah maybe because we were in a separate tent i think when we had the dome tents well i vomited all over our tent yeah no that was great Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah okay amy was good at like vomiting in the middle of things i I vomited all the time (laughs) whatever you remember the time dad rolled backwards down the riverbank when they were drinking at the fire and lost one of the lenses in his glasses and didn't even know it till the next day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good times. Do you remember uncle Joe telling us Humawatha half Oak tree, half man. Yeah. That used to swallow up little kids who were sleeping in tents around yep. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that. Okay. Um, to no one's surprise, I have my why is this is why I hate camping. <laughs> I think we both failed the listeners on this one. Mom and dad, mom and dad are so disappointed in us right now. We're traumatized by this. Mm -hmm. We were traumatized by camping. All right. So I made a list. Mine is a little different approach here. I made a list of things I can't do. I'm not good at, or would have killed me on this trip. Okay. This is why I don't go camping. I hate bugs. I can't pitch a tent or start a fire. I can't cook, catch, clean, eat, or look at a fish. Why I, look at a fish? Oh, God. I'm I'm terrified yeah. of fish eyes. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh. I can't identify leaves. I can't walk through rivers because I have unstable ankles. I can't vigorously hike. I'm not good at oh, oh I said I'm not good at hiking. Okay, I already said that. I'm always hot and I'm allergic to everything. Okay, hold on. I'm writing something down. Fish eyes. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm always hot and I'm allergic to everything. This is 
my life. I would not have survived this trip. I would have. And and the sad thing is like Timmy is so good at and loves the outdoors. Over a house though, over a nice hotel. He would totally do it. Like if he had the choice between staying in a hotel and in a camp site, what would he pick? Hmm. I think he would stay in a hotel. Yeah. It depends. Is there a bar in the hotel? He would stay he would stay in the hotel. But I mean he's good at camping. Like he likes that stuff. Right. Although he doesn't like it enough to like initiate let's go camping. Yeah, I don't ever remember that happening. We did go camping once. Oh god. We went camping with my best friend and her husband and her boys, and we went to Jim Thorpe, which is in Pennsylvania, beautiful little town if you ever get a chance to go. And we went camping there, and it ended with me convincing everyone to hop in our cars and go down to the city and drink at the restaurant. Yeah, because they have mm-hmm. a good little town there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're not staying here and cooking shit around a campfire. Let's go to a restaurant. Well, the two camping trips as an adult I was trying to weasel out of that are uh, friends and then um, my husband's family were inviting us on. We were like, because he was not a camper either. Neither one of us are campers. <laughs> and we were like, no, we don't have equipment, like blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we have a tent for you. We have a, we have a tent. Don't worry. And we're like, oh, mm. mother. So we ended up reluctantly agreeing. Both times, the tent was a six-foot dome tent. My ex-husband's six four. <laughs> so you can imagine how fucking comfortable that was. Because he had to sleep like literally right down the middle, and that was still not long enough. Both times. Both times. Well, that's when you just have to get drunk enough to pass out. Well, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to do that every time I sleep away from home. <laughs> wow. I was at a conference Thank once. Thank God you don't have to travel a lot for work. I was at a conference once, and one of my colleagues said, you're the only girl I know who brings her Tylenol PM to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Got to do something. <laughs> Oh no, no! All right, Jenny. Why don't you tell everybody? I think we've established that mom and dad have failed in our outdoor skills. I'm just not inclined. To be That's fair, all. I don't I'm see mom and dad. Too. I don't see mom and dad camping. I don't see them running out camping. No. Right. I feel like, like they're they're like inside cats too. I have a I have a healthy respect for the outdoors. I'm just I don't want to be there. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. And like we all beach. know people. My arch nemesis lives in the woods. Right. The right. birds. We um we like the beach. I like I'm a beach person. Like, I like that's the beach. The nature I like. Mm-hmm. All right, Jenny. Why don't you tell everybody what we're doing next? So we're gonna do Remember Me parts one and two. I'm I don't know if Amazon has this as a single episode. I think they do. And that is when we meet um, Alicia, Carl, and uh, John Junior. Come mm-hmm. into the come into play. That just sounds like it's gonna be sad. Yeah, because someone dies for that all to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I'm laughing. Sorry. <laughs> Someone dies. <laughs> um, wow. Also, I want to thank everyone for leaving reviews on Apple iTunes and whatever platform you're using to listen to us. We really appreciate it. Helps spread the word. Helps other people find us. So, you know, thanks a lot. And keep that keep that going, if you will. I mean, you know, you can't review us 10 times, but. Well, you, you could open other accounts. You could open other email you accounts. You can open many different accounts. Yeah, and totally start, do that. Yeah, start doing that. All right. So we'll see you next Monday with a new episode. Thanks a lot for listening. Hi, everyone. Amy here. Thank you so much for listening to our little pod. We really appreciate it. You can best support Gen X This Is Why by leaving us a review wherever you listen 
or by subscribing. And also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gen X This Is Why. Letter X, spell out the Y. I share some pretty embarrassing photos of Jenny on Instagram, so I highly recommend. You can also join our Facebook group, The Mimi Bees, where we post episode notes, share additional content, and host occasional giveaways. Thanks again for your support. Jenny has at least 10 years of therapy left, so we really need all the help we can get. Thanks a lot, and see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.